May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in the sight of the Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Last night, in spite of a cold drizzle, we gathered around a fire pit out there on the Elm Street porch. Wes had set up the porch earlier in the day. Colin Keyes, who lives next door to me, wheeled over a pile of wood all the way around the block. And Carl, our youth director, got the porch heater going. I started the fire. Our middle school youth group wrote messages to contribute. And as the flames took, others of you arrived with sweet treats to share, greeting one another with smiles and introductions. Then we all stood around the fire and we prayed together. We prayed for the world, for the people of Ukraine, for the wounded, the grieving, for children, for refugees, for peace, for us and for our loved ones, and for this community of Trinity Church. With each petition, we cast the dry palm branches from last year into the fire, their pungent scent rising heavenward with our prayers. We did this together. As we prepared for the desert journey of Lent, we gathered around the fire as desert dwellers have done since the beginning of time. This communal aspect of Lent is sometimes missing in our thinking and in our practice. We come here today on Ash Wednesday with our own sins in mind. And granted, some of the words of this liturgy are meant for that. But other parts of this service acknowledge our interdependence and communal sins. In a few minutes, Christopher and I will mark a cross of ash on each individual forehead, reminding you that you are dust, dust you shall return. That moment feels quite personal. And in some ways, it is. And it's appropriately so. For Lent is a time for reflecting on our lives, really looking in the mirror to face where we have strayed from those things that are good and honorable and true. and to acknowledge how we have moved away from God, relying too much on the devices and desires of our own hungers and pride. Yes, we have this gift of Lent to focus on ourselves and on our relationship to the one who created us from the dust of the earth and will claim us there again. And, and Lent is a time for community. 
Last night, as we prayed and prepared the ashes, we shared food and laughter as well as lament. Tonight, when Christopher and I ask each one of you, if you listen, you will hear us say the same words to everyone else. And I pray that in that, you will know yourself to be in communion and in community with each other. All beloved, all sinners together, as we pray here together. Lent is this time for reflecting on our lives, and we are blessed to do that in this community of Trinity Church. None of us journeys alone, whether in Lent or the rest of the year. Not even when we know ourselves to be in a desert time, a desert place. Whether we enter a desert space intentionally as a spiritual practice of Lent, or we are thrown into a dry desert season by doubts or grief, illness or turmoil, however alone we feel in our desert, we are never alone. When we cry out to God for mercy and forgiveness and lament, or even when we give thanks, our voices join with the prayers of all who live and all who have lived. For Christ has made us one in his body, one by and through his death and resurrection to new life. So let us be thankful for this fellowship today, for this fellowship in Lent. You may have seen the New York Times on Monday. There was an article in which Margaret Rankle wrote about not about feeling unable to share in Ash Wednesday this year. She's an Episcopalian. And she said she no longer goes to church, even though she loves the traditions. She cited all of the challenge and turmoil of COVID and failures of the, of the church over the years. And in the piece, she writes of meeting God in nature, a solitary walk in the woods, the call of a bird. We all love nature, and nature is one of the ways we can connect with God. This piece from Rankle made me really sad, though, because I don't believe that loving nature replaces being in community. Why can't we do both? I wish her that to be outside and feel connected to the earth from which we were made with the sun on our head, with that sun that gives warmth and life, we need that. We need to enjoy it and give thanks to God for all creation. And we need one another. 
Right from the beginning in Genesis, God told the Adam, the human that he created from the earth, it is not good for the Adam to be alone. We were created for relationships. So my call to you this Lent is let's do both. Be outside and worship together. These 40 days of Lent, 46 if you count the Sundays, is a microcosm of life and faith. Sometimes we are in a desert, and as we did last night, we gathered around the fire as humans have gone since the beginning. So this year, this Lent, when it's finally safer to do so, let us gather in prayer right here through these 46 days. On Sundays, on Wednesdays, and in that final walk to the cross in Holy Week. We will gather around God's table to be fed with Christ's body as Christ's body. For strength, for communion, for the reminder that we belong to each other and we belong to God together. Amen.